And thank you for joining us. This is Dr. Tommy Show live in Wesley Chapel, Florida. I am your host, Dr. Tommy McElroy, America's free market doctor, joining you live every Wednesday at 1138. Thank you. Every Thursday, uh, Wednesday at 1130 a.m. Sharp, sometimes not sharp. And this is the most listened to concierge medicine show in all of America. And we are brought to you by Atlas MD, which is the preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices in all of America. And if you're a membership medicine doctor, which includes direct primary care or concierge medicine physician, and you have not found out about what Atlas MD can do for you, you should join us uh, at AskDrTommy.com and click on special offer for Atlas MD and try it for free for 60 days. That way you too may uh, enjoy the benefits of what we do which makes uh, basically saves you time and energy and money uh, when you combine all the different software programs that Atlas MD eliminates, which is numerous. And as always, I'm here with Tracy, and uh, we are back from a long weekend of Labor Day fun, including trips and movies and or uh, uh, video production, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. We did have a wonderful weekend. And can I have the show prep? And today we want to talk to you about hurricane preps because hurricanes are barreling, barrel, barrel, barreling down on us here, potentially in uh, Florida. For those of you listening throughout the country, uh, you're probably aware, or if you're not aware, we have uh, Hurricane Irma, which for those of you in the rest of the country, Hurricane Harvey is closer to you potentially. And uh, those uh, people have suffered uh, tremendously. And it looks like the people of the islands of potentially Puerto Rico and Cuba may be suffering tremendously from Irma mm-hmm. and possibly even Florida. Yeah, I just watched a video of um, live footage of uh, the hurricane in St. Martin. It's already landed there? Or? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those of you listening, we'd like to go over some safety tips that we've uh, learned from living in Florida all these years and plus from uh, just different things. And the first safety tip is water supply and one of the best ways to supply your water in your home is if you need if you have a bathtub is to fill your bathtub with water and then don't bathe in it yes don't bathe in it for sure um non-perishable food items so canned food you should have that way you don't have to worry if you have no power you don't have to worry about heating it you can eat it right from the can if necessary yes or portable whatever but it doesn't need to be heated so canned food is a, a really good thing to have on hand Safety tip number three, if you're using a generator, do not put the generator by your window or do not put it in your garage. Because when I was a medical student and this was about 05, 06, 04 maybe, they had the hurricanes that came through Florida and there was a lot of people displaced from South Florida, came up to Tampa General who were there for carbon monoxide poisoning uh, due to the generator being too close to their house. So if you use a generator, use it safely. Yes. Um, definitely need to have um, a flashlight and batteries, extra batteries. You also need to make sure that you have water in your uh, water heater. And this is something we learned this morning or we just we're, we knew about but thought of. Uh, someone called into 970 WFLA on the uh, Jack and Ted uh, AM Tampa Bay show and said that your water heater holds about 60 gallons of water. So if you shut off the valve to your water heater or actually use the emergency valve on the bottom of your water heater, you can have access to water, which can help you, although it probably has sediment. So you might not want to drink it, although technically. That, that, I think that would be for desperate measures, but, yeah. you know, to drink water from your water heater. Well, 
But if you need it, it's there, 60 yeah. gallons, thereabouts. Yeah. Um, you also need to have um, a radio. So if you don't have power, you radio. cannot check your, you cannot charge your cell phone, you cannot watch television. So um, yes, battery operated radio. And then also uh, Paul Delegato who advised us, do not drive away from wind unless you live in a manufactured home, only drive away from floods mm -hmm. because you're more likely to be stranded on the interstate or otherwise not safer than if you were to stay in your home from wind. Right. That's what he said. That's Yes, Dennis Phillips is who I usually... Is it Phillips? I don't know. Well, well I that. like Dennis Phillips because he's the, suspe the suspender man. Well, of course. And, um, and then Paul Delegato, of course. One of those one. guys said it. Both of them probably said it. So that's that. Uh, so be careful. And if you're leaving the state, then uh, uh, travel safely. Uh, we do have some patients that are leaving the state. Yep. And one of our patients lives um, right across the road from us, on uh, not too far from us. But we're gonna we're gonna stay. We'll be here. We'll do Fit Club tomorrow too. So Fit Club is at six o'clock. Mm -hmm. It's uh, well, it's only a forty percent chance God willing, and the rain, creek so. doesn't rise. Yes. And uh, also, I wanted to talk about a trip to SeaWorld this weekend, which uh, was uh, for Saturday and Sunday. And we stayed at the Homewood Suites, mm -hmm. which is very nice. And uh, we had uh, some fun. We went to see the Killer Whale Show, which is still going on, uh, despite the efforts of um, animal rights protesters to shut it down. Uh, it is still going on. And actually, they plan to shut it down. And it looks like in 2019, which would be a shame because there was such a enthusiastic crowd and i think a lot of people had a good appreciation for uh wildlife and conservation after the show and uh, we watched it twice we thought it was so great and uh -huh. they they seemed like to me i think they enjoy putting on a show yep. for the crowd but unfortunately in this age of um <clears throat> triggering that if, if you do not agree with something then you must uh, go through all means to shut that business down. And that's just the society we live in today. Mm -hmm. But SeaWorld was fun. We also uh, we did not ride any of the roller coasters due to Kaylee's height uh, requirements. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had a good time. And uh, if you're in Florida and haven't gone to SeaWorld recently, I didn't even know they still had the Shark Encounter. Mm -hmm. But they have the Shark Encounter where you can go through the tube. They've had that ever since I was a kid. I remember going on that when I was little. And Kaylee brought home a pet Shamu? She did not, but she mm -hmm. got a... Uh, yeah, I photoshopped to look like it. I yes, saw that Madison thought that it was a stuffed animal. I saw him leaving as they were leaving the the Bush Gardens photo uh, photographer saying, "Okay, hold your hands like this," and to the people. And I said, "I bet you I know what they're doing." Mm -hmm. So I told Kaylee to do it, and then I went home and photoshopped a shamu, and then I'm going to charge her fifteen dollars for it later. Yeah. We'll, we'll take money from her bedroom later. Let me see that article. Healthcare this updates. Oh. Uh, this is from. New York Times, this is, oh, that's not it. Oh, here it is. New York Times, this is uh, August 30th, 2017. Robert Pear, Trump, Trump, Trump administration wants to stabilize health markets, but won't say how. It starts off, a Trump administration official said Wednesday that the administration wanted to stabilize health insurance markets, but refused to say if the government would promote enrollment this fall under the Affordable Care Act or pay for activities of counselors who help people sign up for coverage. So basically, there's a, these navigators that are federal government contractors who basically sign people up to buy a privately uh, privately held company's offerings uh, at the force of IRS penalties. So you're getting it all different kinds of ways from our 
friendly government. Uh, the official also declined to say whether the administration would continue paying subsidies to insurance companies to compensate them for reducing deductibles and other out-of-pocket expense for low-income people. People, Without the subsidies, insurers say they would sharply increase premiums. Oh, lovely. Um, the administration, the official suggested, will do the minimum necessary to comply with the law, which Trump has called, quote, an absolute disaster and threatened to let collapse, threatened, threatened to let collapse. The official said, I do not think we can force people to sign up for the program. So there he goes. Trump again causing problems by not forcing people to buy the overpriced health insurance plan that the government said that they should buy. Right. And did you see what the how much money they give to these navigators? No, I didn't see that. Sixty four. Is it million or sixty three million in grants to quote navigators to help consumers enroll in coverage through the federal insurance marketplace. So um little something there for us. Uh, in addition, the official said that we're, quote, really worried about the recent trend, the consolidation of health care providers in many markets for the past few years. And so what we're seeing play out now is the absolute plan strategy for the way this thing is supposed to uh, come out. And if you look back in 08, even, um, yeah, 08 and even earlier, you can see that this was predicted. So the prediction was that by the people who were, not on board with what the ACA was supposed to be about, supposedly was making affordable health care for everybody and just having just all kinds of happy, happy things. And everyone's going to have everything that they ever wanted at low cost. And anyway, so a lot of people thought that the reason for the ACA was to consolidate insurers, force other insurance companies out of business to have basically three or four public type utilities that would then therefore implement single payer government enforced health care, except for Congress. Congress is always going to be exempt for it yes, from it. Are. And maybe even their lobbyist buddies. But that's what is you're seeing play out right before your eyes is the what what many thought was the exact reason for the ACA, which was to collapse the private insurance market, consolidate it m- amongst a few favored insurance companies and then allow them to be the service providers regulated like a public utility guaranteed incomes uh, for government government controlled and government produced health care now have they taken the fine away that's that's gone right no no the so fine is if still you if you effect. currently do not have insurance you're going to get fined then when you um, pay your well, taxes next year well they don't call it a legally, fine what do they call it oh it's your it's your shared responsibility payment that's or they not call a it a tax, don't they? Well, it depends. If you're John Roberts, you call it a tax. If you're the people who passed it, they said it's not a tax because taxes are viewed as um, not nice. So they call them fees. Or no, actually, it's unconstitutional to do as a tax. But John Roberts was able to massage the language so well that they were able to pass it as a tax, even though there's it's unconstitutional to tax people for not buying a product. And the uh, legislators called it a fee, but the IRS calls it a shared responsibility payment. Which brings back to the question is, is the, why is the whole reason for this is why do we do all this supposedly so we can have health care for everybody? Because some people believe health care is a right. And if, if you believe that, then I want you to listen to this real quick. This is from Walter Williams. You know, I think a lot of people believe that health care is a right. Well, that is utter nonsense. People don't have an understanding what is a right. Let me just briefly explain what a right is. 
a right is something that exists simultaneously among people. A right does not confer any obligation on another. Let me give you an example of this. My right to free speech does not impose an obligation on another except that of non-interference. My right to travel, to travel to Texas, to travel to California, does not impose an obligation on somebody else. That is, we share these rights simultaneously. Now, when somebody is talking about a right to health care, whether he can pay for it or not, that's not a right because that imposes an obligation on somebody else. That is, if you have a right to medical care, whether you can pay for it or not, it of necessity means that somebody else does not have a right to what he earned. Because the government does not get the money from the Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus. It has to get it from somebody. And so your right, if you say you have a right to medical care that you did not earn, or you have a right to housing or food that you did not earn, it of necessity means somebody else must not have a right to something that he did earn. Now, the way the rights are used now by the, by the left in our country, and so in many of the right as well, my right to travel free, freely would mean that you have to pay for an airline ticket for me and, and hotel accommodations. Or my right to free speech would impose an obligation on others to buy me a studio, to buy me a microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, they are not rights. They are merely wishes. Now, if you say that if you wish everybody had health care, everybody had insurance, then I would agree with you because I wish every American had it too. I wish every American had a nice car, nice house, had a good job, but it's not a right. So there's a difference between wishes and rights. And when you allow government to say, well, we're going to create this right, we're going to create that right, even though people don't have the money, then it's taken away rights from other people. So that's what Walter Williams had to say about health care is a right. And I think he's right. The health care that we want and for everybody that we'd like to have for everybody is a wish. That is a wish. It's not an unattainable wish. I mean, there was a period of time when there was no government health care before uh, Medicare in the 1960s. And my, uh, my uncle actually was uh, born with an unfortunate congenital heart defect, and he had a um, hole in his heart. And so he was born uh, with a congenital heart defect, and at the age of 18, it was determined by his physicians that he was not going to be able to survive with this heart defect because it was, it was worsening. So at that time, it was in the 50s. And so my parents, my grandparents, were one was worked in the phosphate industry, on the um, railroad in the phosphate industry, and the other one was a teacher, so school teacher. And they were able to have him go to Johns Hopkins Hospital and have open heart surgery, successful open heart surgery uh, at that time uh, without any of the government involvement. And they were able to do that because there was actually affordable health care at that time without any government involvement. And unfortunately, he later died from a staph infection. But that's the point is, is that this idea that people think that the government is somehow able to or wants to provide you with something 
as fundamental as healthcare or is able to is complete folly. And if, to quote Milton Friedman, he said, if you put the federal government in charge of the Sahara Desert in five years, there'd be a shortage of sand. Very true. So that's healthcare update. Uh, the other thing we did this weekend, we did a cooking show, which was for um, for uh, Labor Day. And it was a burger show that we had me- been meaning to do. And we finally did it. And it was turkey burgers, black bean burgers, regular burgers. And brats. And brats. And a few beers. And pasta and we, salad. And we did that at your brother's house. Yeah, that was fun. We're going to play that at the end of the uh, video. If you want to see all these videos, just subscribe to YouTube and you'll get updates. And I'll try not to update it at night so you don't get bothered. But I want to show you this. This is something that Tracy was watching earlier. Uh, this is from, and that that uh, from Walter Williams was from Liberty Pen on YouTube. And I believe it was from probably Radio from the Rush program. But anyway, here's, a, here's some um, audio from this nurse video you were watching. So give us a background what this is. So this is Nurse Wobble. And uh, so there is, she has a patient there was, that was involved in a car crash. He is unconscious and uh, not able to speak, obviously. He is, has not been arrested. Um, he cannot give consent, and there is no electronic warrant. And this police officer, who happens to be a phlebotomist, wants to draw blood from this patient. And she is saying, no, we have a policy in place. You cannot do that unless you have one of these three things that I just stated. And she's on the phone with an administrator who is advising her to not allow this to happen. And this uh, police officer doesn't like what uh, she's telling him. And this is recorded by another police officer, right? Uh, he He's with the police officer. I'm not entirely sure if he is a police officer, but he's, but with, he's with them, I believe, yes. This nurse, you can see she's very calm. She's following guidelines that's being given to her over the phone. So that went on for a little while, and then finally, apparently, she was allowed to. She was detained be out of for handcuffs. twenty. Right, she she was handcuffed and placed in the car, and detained for apparently twenty minutes. So what's the point of all this? You know, is, is the point? I mean, the point is, I saw, I saw. This is a power trip by this police officer. Well, I saw an article. This was on Daily Caller. So hat tip Daily Caller. Daily Caller Foundation or something. Anyway, this was Hat Tip Daily Caller. This is a video, but everybody's seen this. Not everybody. A lot of people have seen this video. And so what they said was, you know, this was legally that she was in the wrong. Yes, I have read a, I've read a couple articles that think that the nurse was in the wrong and she was well, not. Well, legally. No, I'm not saying that she was in the wrong. I'm saying legally she was incorrect legally. Right. Uh, no, that's what According I've read. According to what? Right. But this, the police force and the hospital, from what I've read in the articles, they had an agreement. Mm-hmm. She printed it. She's She read this agreement to this detective. And he's the obviously does not the, agree. He did not agree. The administrators on the phone 
Mm-hmm. You know, and speaker, and he's saying, "Sir, you cannot threaten this nurse. You're making a, uh, you know, you're you cannot do this. You are making a, the wrong choice here. Uh-huh. We cannot." And then what's he do? He just decides to grab her and throw handcuffs on her. So let's go back to something else. Okay, that's illegal. She was she was in the wrong. She was not legally correct, apparently. Uh, so it's also like let's say that you are in pain today, okay, or, or you're not in pain. You just want to go home, and you have some cannabis at your house. Mm-hmm. And if you light up that cannabis, or actually if you just even hold it, not even light it up, if you hold that cannabis, mm-hmm. that's a federal crime. It is a federal crime. And so uh, similar person, Officer Payne here, could come to your house theoretically and do exactly what he did to that nurse. Yes. For smoking or holding cannabis. Yes. Isn't that something? Yes. He could put handcuffs on us and arrest us and take us away. And, and then, you know, we'd have to pay all the, the court fees, all the legal Lose your costs, license, potentially. Lose your, lose, your, lose your medical license, nursing license, driver's license. And then, you know, be on camera like this. And so... So this so, police officer, though, this detective, has been suspended. I hope okay. he's fired. Well, so it gets back to the point of our laws that are... And I'm not a lawyer, but there's a difference between... It, there's a saying I forgot what this is in Latin, but it's basically if a law is 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 a law a law because it's moral, or is more is it moral because it's a law? And so is it moral to say, look, uh, you can't have cannabis in your in your house and smoke it, or do whatever you want with it, or grow it, or is it you know is it illegal for her to disagree with this officer and then? Is it moral for her to be arrested the way she was arrested? Moral? Is it moral? Not illegal. Is it moral? No. It's not. And the other question is: Is uh, what about health care? Okay, so it's illegal to not to not have health insurance. Okay, so what if you can't afford? Think it? about that. Say that again. It's illegal not to have health insurance. You will be fined by the government. The government has passed a law saying you have to have this private policy it's, that we we in power we in D.C. made. Extremely expensive. It wasn't yes, expensive it so before we came along. It's so hard for me along. to fathom the idea we that came people along, think that's okay. Made it expensive, and now we're going to force you to buy it. And if you don't buy it, we're going to take your property. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you don't, and if if we take enough of your property, maybe we don't want your property. Maybe maybe you don't have enough property. Maybe you broke the law for so long. You went without health insurance for so long. Now maybe we need to take your take you because your property we don't want it. So they come or they come to take your house. And let's say you resist. Let's say I, I'm not going to leave my house. Mm-hmm. So they send Officer Payne or somebody like that, and then they they come into your house and they take you. Well, let's say you resist because mm-hmm. you say this is this isn't right. I'm not going to go, mm-hmm. and then you resist. Are they allowed to then shoot you if you resist enough? I well, guess so legally. Well, yeah. some police officers do seem to think that they are allowed to do that. Well, it's this isn't an anti-police thing. This is to me is an anti-totalitarian thing, and to say that you know whatever this nurse whatever the nuances of the law were clearly this is uh an area where we're becoming hyper uh hypersensitive with the state and the state's uh, jurisdiction over uh, people and liberty and, and how do they go about asserting their authority and i think i agree with you this is i think it was wrong overall whether it was legal for him to do that or not anyway so that's on that for today I'll end it on a lighthearted note with some uh, Brothers Barbecue and no, Brothers. Brothers Burgers. I said Brothers Brats. I said Brats. That's right. No, I said Burgers, Brats, 
And Fred says beer. Anyway, yes, you'll see it right that's here. That's right. Thank you all for joining us. Until next time, uh, subscribe on iTunes. And if you can't hear this on iTunes because it has a black key soundtrack, then watch it on YouTube because I'm going to have to cut it off for the for the uh, soundtrack upload. We're not allowed to do that. But thank you for all for joining us. Until all next time. Rules. All these rules. Until next time. Bye-bye. Um.